0: If you are working in Australia, that's most of us, you've got a super fund, the big question is, should you have a self-managed super fund? I personally don't, but you might need one. This is a very popular topic in Australia because the superannuation industry in Australia, it is just exploding. There's new super funds everywhere, There's a variety of different funds, Uh, it's a political hot topic, and to a point, rightly so, because there has been some very expensive investment funds uh, in recent uh, generations. But the question is, when should you consider a self-managed super fund? Now, a self-managed super fund is effectively an account or a little company, if you will, or a structure That you manage and you are responsible for. Now, the thing is, if you've got super with one of the big funds in Australia, and at the moment, Australian super is the largest fund. So for example, if you had an account with $50,000 in Australian super, and you started your own super fund with that same $50,000, you have to manage that money to the same legal requirements As Australian super would have to. So, just because it's a self-managed fund, it doesn't mean that you're above the law uh, and you can't manage that money uh, any or outside the superannuation uh, legislation. People often ask me, when should I have a self-managed super fund? I've got five points um, that The first two are probably, I think, the most uh, important, uh, but let's go through them. The first one, that you've got a complex estate plan. Now, that means you may have a blended family and there might be stepkids involved and, and whatnot and a lot going on because you've got to remember, your superannuation doesn't automatically form part of your estate and that's your estate is governed by the instructions in your will. If you've got a lot going on, you want to make sure that as the trustee, so you're the trustee of your own money that you've got clear instructions and a little bit con- and a little bit of control in place um, for your funds if you were to uh, check out prematurely. Now the second one, you've got a burning desire to buy property. Now you can use your superannuation monies to buy an investment property, a factory bay an office suite, whatever you want. You can do that with a self-managed super fund. You can't obviously buy a property. Third one is you've got a large superannuation balance. So broadly speaking, if you've got a million dollars, it makes sense possibly to have a self-managed super fund because you may have a lot of other things going on and you may have a, a bigger estate plan anyway. So there can be some fee savings potentially, if you've got a really large superannuation balance. Number four, you you have to be prepared to take on the trustee responsibilities. Now, in the last couple of years, there's been fines issued to self-managed superannuation fund trustees of up to $40,000 for breaching the superannuation law. So, there's a little bit more risk and responsibility involved because you're effectively creating another company, Um The fifth thing as well, you must be prepared to take on the increased paperwork in your life. So, when you put money into super, your super fund automatically takes the 15% contribution tax out, right? If you had a self-managed super fund, you have to, uh, each quarter, do the paperwork to pay that tax, So there's a bit more of a manual thing happening, but ordinarily you can have up to four members in the self-managed super fund. So it could be a couple and their children. It could be two business partners. It could be friends. There are a lot of options in this space, but I believe you want at least $200,000 or 150 to 200,000 as a total pool of money because it's going to cost a couple of grand a year to run the fund. I realistically think most people do not need a self-managed super fund, but if your wealth is getting that big and you want to diversify and buy some property, or if you run a business and you want to buy a property uh, for the business within the fund, there's some opportunities there. But the whole thing is like 10 years ago, there wasn't the option, there were today with the public retail funds, such as your Australian super or your MLCs or your um, industry funds with how we can invest our money. Sure. I mean, you can't buy a block of gold or Ferrari with your Australian super as an investment for the long term, but you obviously have to do that with a self-managed super fund. Hey, if you actually want some more details, particularly about buying an investment property with your super, just Google Glenn James buying a property with your super and it'll be the first hit. There's heaps of uh, information uh, on that blog post at sortyourmoneyout.com. Talk to you guys soon. Hey, if you are after personal financial advice, this podcast is not for you. In fact, it's a general advice podcast. But if you do want somebody to talk to, jump onto sortyourmoneyout.com and click on get help and I'll be able to put you in touch with an advisor or a mortgage broker who can actually sit down with you or have a Skype or a Zoom meeting and really work out what you need based on your own personal circumstances.